Hello and welcome to Your Best Self, a podcast about careers. I'm your host, Faye Rowlands, lawyer and journalist, and together in this podcast, we'll hear from inspirational people spanning the worlds of business, politics, law, media, science, art, and more, sharing what they love most about their jobs, how they handle setbacks, and offer listeners their tips to career success. I hope this podcast informs and inspires you to think big and encourages you to go after the dream job you want. This week on the podcast, I'm joined by lawyer and businesswoman Helena Ryan. Helena is a co-founder of Wellfest, Ireland's largest fitness, wellness and health festival. Each year, the festival features high-profile guest speakers, including the likes of Davina McCall, Joe Wicks, also known as the body coach, and Irish athlete Derville O'Rourke, to name but a few. Since it began in 2015, the festival has grown to attract an audience of over 11,000 people. And in 2018, Helena was named Image Magazine's Young Businesswoman of the Year. As if all of that wasn't already impressive enough, Helena is also a qualified and practising solicitor, working full-time as a senior associate in the real estate department of William Fry. I caught up with Helena late last year and she shared with me how she first got the idea for Wellfest, her exciting plans to take the festival abroad and what she's learned about herself along the way. I hope you enjoy listening to her story. Helena Ryan, welcome to your best self. Hi, thanks so much for having me, Faye. Delighted to have you. Um, so firstly, maybe for listeners who aren't so familiar with Wellfest, can you tell us what is the festival about? Um, so Wellfest looks like a music festival, but it's all health and fitness. So instead of different areas being different music genres, um, we have a different uh, area of health and fitness. So for example, we have the main stage, which looks like the same as the main stage at a music festival festival and um, we have our top acts on there and um, well-followed uh, presenters from around the world then we have a yoga tent a pilates tent uh, well mind which is all to do with meditation mindfulness um, and we have our well talk tent then we have kids um, and it basically our ethos is come and go as you please try whatever you want stay for as long as you want and really have um, a great day and chilled out vibe. And where did the inspiration uh, for Wellfest come from? How did that come about? Uh, so myself and my friend uh, Fanula, she works with me in William Fry. Um, I actually worked for her at the time and we were going to the gym every day and it was kind of around maybe like October uh, time and we were walking back to the car from the gym and we were talking about our love of music festivals and then we were thinking wouldn't it be amazing if there was something that was like a music festival but was all health and fitness so um, we got really excited about it. I remember going back to my desk and scribbling down different brands that we wanted there and um, different areas that we'd liked um, to put on. And then from there, uh, we went to uh, my family friend, Brian McDermott. He runs uh, loads of festivals in Ireland and we just asked him what he kind of thought of it and would it work. 
and he thought it was an amazing idea and he was like Daphne um go for it and then um eight weeks before our first festival we were all sitting around Fanula and Ant's kitchen table um there's four co-founders sorry it's myself my sister Katie Fanula and her husband uh, Anthony Kelly and we were sitting around um, their table and we had all the presenters booked and we had the layout of the festival done and we had our marquees booked and we were like, will we do it? Are we completely mad? We hadn't sold one ticket at this stage. And we were like, are we crazy? And I remember my dad saying to me the night before, like, are you really sure like you want to do this? And then we were sitting around and we were like, you know, okay. We were like, well, just go for it and just see what happens. So I kind of thought it would sell out of the day because I was like, everyone's going to love this. It's amazing. But um, it obviously took us a bit of time to sell tickets. And how has the festival grown or evolved over the last five years? So we sold about uh, 1,500 uh, in our first event that was in 2015. It's the 19th of September um, in Herbert Park. And we ran it in September the following year. And then uh, we grew to a two-day event and then changed it to May just because um, it kind of suited our summers. Like we all worked full time and having it in September kind of took over the summer for us. So we thought we'd um, bring it back to May. And actually, ever since we've done May, we've had way better weather and stuff. So it actually worked out um, pretty well. Uh, And then 2019, we had um, 11,000 people over the two days. And then um, this year, we were expanding into London with Stevina McCall um, running a two-day event in London and uh, Richmond. And we also had the Irish event, but obviously both of those couldn't go ahead um, this year. So we ran a live event. in September and um, hopefully we'll see events next year but who knows we'll just have to keep managing if, if they don't. Well it seems like it's just growing year on year and I think as a society now we seem to be becoming more aware of the importance of health and, and fitness and nutrition and things like that. Is that something that's always played a role in your life? Yeah definitely Um, for my health I actually ran for Ireland when I was um, 14 or 15 or something and I've always ran and um, I also had horses and competed um, at a um, high level nationally and so and my, my parents are quite sporty like they've always played tennis and golf my sister was number three in Ireland at tennis and um, we've all played loads of sport. Like my mom was just driving us around the whole country when we were younger. The poor woman, she just spent her whole time in the car. But but it was um, massive for us. Like she always um, fed us really healthy meals as well, like always soup on the table. And um, it was um, a big part of um, our growing up. Yeah. And then obviously, as well as running Wellfest, you're also a commercial property um, solicitor. So how do you juggle, you know, family life combined with, you know, being a solicitor as well as running Wellfest and making it as successful as it is? Uh, Well, the first, I'd say, two years of Wellfest were completely uh, nutty. We, um, I was, it was early morning meetings, late night meetings, all weekends, 
but uh, and like the nerves coming up to it, never experienced anything like it. <laughs> a crazy person, um, and then uh, yeah, so that's how we really did it. We just it, did it outside of work hours because obviously being a solicitor, it's so busy and it's um, quite mentally consuming throughout the day. Like you don't really get that many breaks and times to uh, do other things. And I was. Um, I was only maybe a year qualified um, in the first, when I started running the first event. So obviously I was still like, um, it's still flat out in work. Um, and now we have two full-time employees. So Annabelle is currently on maternity leave and Sarah is our full-time employee and we take people on on a contract basis. And we've had people on for certain periods. Um, as well um just to do the kind of day-to-day -day running of the festival because there's so much um admin and uh, keeping um, correspondence with sponsors and all that that it does take uh, full-time employees to do it so our role as co-founders now was really um a kind of an overseeing role um and to comment on certain aspects um of the festival um but luckily now we do have people to do the day-to-day -day running which is great and when you first thought of this idea with your friend Fanula coming out of the class in 2015 did you did you think back then that it could grow to be as big as it was as it has become um i i did think that it would be a success like i didn't I I really really wanted to run it. There was nothing that was really going to stop me. Uh, I was so excited about it. I remember walking to work, and it was all I could think about, and getting butterflies because I just thought it would really work. Because it's something that I would love to go to, and I thought if I'd love to go to it, surely there has to be more people out there and um, that would also love to go to it and, and running it is a real hobby for us like we're so passionate about it we're so passionate about the timetable who we have there the ethos that our um, attendees have a good time and I think that really shines through in the festival that you can feel that there is kind of that love behind it it's not simply a, a money making or an expo event that we do care about um, that our attendees have a good time and because this was kind of a new idea when you got started what was the reaction or what reaction did you get from friends and family and colleagues when you were starting out well, as I said, my dad was like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, I think initially my mom was my mom was quite gung-ho herself. She um, is always setting up little businesses and stuff. So she completely um, understood. Uh, my friends, it, it probably took a couple of years. It took a while for people to get the concept. It was so hard when you don't have videos or photos from an event to try and explain to people what it is that you want to do. Like, I remember the very first person I contacted was Savava, the Viking method. She trains Amanda Holden and um, a few other celebrities and stuff. And I followed her and her workouts. And I said, oh, I have this idea. And um, would you like to come on board as a presenter? And she immediately was like, yes. Oh, my God, it sounds amazing. But in terms of getting um, the general public to get the idea out was, was quite difficult. It was so hard to put it into words and people don't really read 
they only really look at videos or like photos. They might read a little bit, but it's so hard to put an atmosphere of a festival into words. So we find that a bit difficult. And how did you go about spreading the word of this this new festival? Uh, social is massive um, for us. Uh, Facebook initially, probably Instagram a bit more now. Um, we also uh, we ran our tickets through the independent newspaper and um, they gave us free advertising space in um, the independent. And um, so that was one way. We also got our presenters to shout about it because they obviously have loads of um, followers. And um, then a few like um, people with large social media followings. That's kind of how we got the word. Like we did only have 1,500. And I think now, I think if you say Wellfest, people know. Do you know, they've either heard of it, they might know the full name, but they've heard of it and um, maybe have known somebody who's gone to it. Um, but probably the biggest thing for us has been social, yeah. And then initially getting the presenters and guest speakers on board and all these big brands, were they easy to convince to, to become involved in, a, in an, an initiative like this? Um, certain presenters were. Certain presenters took a few more years of encouraging. Um, but um, generally, people are happy to be involved. Sponsors uh, took a little bit of time as well. Um, I remember I did up the first sponsorship proposal and it was like two A4 sheets, no jazzy colours, no it was like I just typed it off of my computer it was like oh my gosh looking at it now because now our sponsorship proposal is so much and um, colors and like things popping out <laughs> like it's so different but we still managed to get a bit of sponsorship in year one and um, but obviously now we've great sponsors like um, KBC who's been with us for the past three years and um, and they're um, so supportive um, of us they really listen to any ideas that we have and um, are happy to be on board so it was great to get them on board and I suppose when you were just starting out it was really a new venture for you it was kind of outside of your comfort zone in a way were you ever you know a bit daunted by you know this this new challenge ahead of you oh totally completely daunted like us a lot of sleepless nights a lot of nerves in my stomach um a lot of being a bit irritable probably right before it it was just it was very daunting because you're like if it doesn't work I've put my name behind this and people are going to be like oh my god what what was that (laughs) I remember I remember the morning of our very first event and we were like we thought of be like a normal music festival where people you know would arrive kind of in the afternoon or like at 12 or whatever and um, but at nine o'clock we had a queue around the block of people um it was just mad and we were still running around trying to put chairs like in corners and stuff we were like oh my gosh and like literally yeah at nine o'clock like people started streaming in and it was just like the best feeling ever I'll just never forget it being like thank god some people came (laughs) did you sort of experience any setbacks or sort of teething problems in the early years and what did you learn from that loads of teething problems one we had was um we thought it'd be a good idea to create some hype by running and um, small specialized classes so like we had um a yoga 
area um it's just a small for like 20 30 people you know like handstand workshops and then we had a strength one as well so we kind of put it out on social and we were like oh these workshops you have to book in and um, and once they're gone they're gone kind of thing but then they did sell they were they were free like so people just signed up it was just to get people buying tickets or whatever and um, but then it was it said sold out in terms of the workshops online and everyone was like what does that mean? Does that mean I can't do anything at the festival? And I was like, no, we spent our entire time replying to emails going, saying that um, they could do other stuff. And then another one that comes to mind, we've actually done so many things. Another one that comes to mind is um, we got, I think it was year three, maybe. Um, We had um, got the timetables printed and we had timetable for day one and timetable for day two and we only noticed halfway through day two that the company had copied and pasted well strong completely wrong so everybody had all these timetables with the complete wrong timetable for one of the tents that was pretty annoying and then another one in 2019 and we got all our wristbands done and by this woman, uh, this company in China, and she sent me the wristbands and and opened them the day before. And instead of 3,000 attendee weekend tickets, we had 3,000 presenter and 300 weekend. So what did you do? So uh, we ended up having to, I ended up running around the whole of Dublin and um, getting paper bands printed with weekend and we just had to deal with that it didn't look as good and was probably a bit not very um, secure as the other ones but and um, we just had to do that and actually to be honest people didn't really notice but just the things that go wrong <laughs> and then I, I know you mentioned earlier that you're hoping to take this festival to London I, I know you'd wanted to do that this year but obviously the pandemic struck so you weren't in a position to do that now but what is next for Wellfest? Uh, well it all depends on COVID really and um, we are working towards um, an event in May next year in Dublin and an event in July in London so there are plans but um we also might do something um in the intervening period um online which we're looking at at the moment um because we did run that event in September and uh, it just went really well and uh, the platform that we had hopping was uh, incredible like it was it was as good as an online event as you can get um, but yeah, the plan is to hopefully run more live events next year and then um, and then expand maybe internationally, maybe do another UK event the year after and then maybe take it a bit further. But who knows? I feel like we're living in day to day at the moment. <laughs> do you think maybe though in the pandemic that that has made people really realize the importance of self-care and and looking after themselves and giving themselves the time to to go to that fitness class or to you know cook that meal do you think maybe that's kind of also incentivized people and, and sort of reminded them about this yeah I do really hope so I was chatting to a guy um the other week uh and he is uh opening more gyms in Ireland and he said that in he thinks that it's gonna 
grow even more. I know it was it was growing at such a massive rate before COVID. Um, but I think the thinking is is that it will grow even more over the next few years because people are more concerned and because there probably will be more of an interest, even more of an interest uh, for companies to fund and for people to invest in that. Um, so yeah, hopefully it does grow more. And and what um, do you think has influenced this sort of entrepreneurial streak within you? Was, was that always there, do you think? Or did, did something influence that? I don't know. I'd say in a way it was always kind of there. Like I used to hold book sales when I was like eight for the DSPCA. And I used to, um, oh, I used to do loads of random things like that. And I had a dog show in my front garden for charity and all this kind of stuff. Um, my mom, definitely, she's like a real go-getter and she's always sets up uh, little businesses. She has a um, stylish arms business where she does um, shawls and stuff for overdresses. Um, and then my dad is, um, he's like uh, unbelievably smart, uh, crazily smart. And he um, has a focus like no other and is uh, really good at, um, he doesn't say much, but whatever he does say is uh, listen to, if you know what I mean. Um, so, and I also definitely think that uh, being involved in sport and also having horses, I think, for so long gives you that kind of, um, you have to kind of do it by yourself. They can't really rely on other people. Uh, so I've always been uh, pretty organized um, in that regard. Um, I don't know where else, I guess, I don't know, maybe just having uh, the need to do something and having the courage to do it um, helps a lot. And what would you say is your proudest achievement to date with Wellfest? Oh, God, probably actually just running the first event. But also having, um, I guess, our partnership with Davina McCall, like that was just, and going over to visit her. We went over to London for one of our first meetings and just sitting around the table with Davina McCall and her being so, so excited about um Wellfest and being involved like she's just such an amazing person I'd hang out with her all the time if I could um but she's so nice and uh great fun and but just having her on board was just amazing and also when um having our ad on tv I remember that as a kind of pinnacle moment as well as like wow like we've kind of made it and also when people kind of mention it on big talk shows like it was mentioned on the late late a few times and it's mentioned in such like a casual way as in like oh I'm speaking at Wellfest you know as if like it's a well-known thing and it's just it's so um it's so unusual and um surprising for me but it's uh, such a nice feeling as well what would you say you know you've learned about yourself through starting and, and growing this business and this new venture? What have I, I've learned that um, I'm probably, I'm capable of um, doing a, a lot of things uh, at the same time. And I also have learned like, I do really like being busy. Um, 
I just like having a, a kind of a lot going on and a kind of um it 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 seems to satisfy me when I've had like a busy day like I feel good at the end of the day I feel like I've achieved something I'm also trying to meditate every single morning as well because sometimes I do need to stop my brain and slow it down a bit so I do try and do yoga and um, meditation and stuff to uh, balance that uh, overactive mind <laughs> um, but yeah I'd say you need to be really organized as well, do you? If you're trying to carve out, you know, I suppose some time, because you're, you're a mum as well, aren't you? So carving out time with your family, then obviously, you know, your job as a solicitor and then making time for Wellfest as well. I'd say you need to be quite organized. Yeah, so um, luckily, uh, William Fry have been really supportive since I um, went back to work as a new mom. So I work eight till half four um every day which is amazing so I leave work at half four and I pick James up at um quarter to five and we're home at like ten to five and we have like the whole um evening together and um and uh we've all weekends and everything but yeah I guess my guess is you do have to be um organized and then what advice would you give someone maybe starting out who's looking to launch a new business venture or they've got a new idea that they want to run with? What what would you sort of say to those people? Um, definitely, I'd say go for it. The hardest step is just taking that step to do it. Because once you do it, you've already done it. So then you're just adding on to what you've already done. Um, but I appreciate it. It's really, really hard for people to um, get started on something. So if you are maybe, I don't know, a bit nervous or um, maybe don't want to do something by yourself, you could also get a family member or a friend um, involved. Like with Wellfest, there's my sister and Fanula and her husband, Anthony. So it's kind of like a nice balance because they have their family side and we have our family side. So it kind of balances each other out and that, um, like myself and my sister obviously get on great and we all get on great together, but it's nice to have um, that balance. And are you all from sort of different areas of expertise? You all bring sort of different different things to the, the venture? Yeah, so Katie um, is really good. My sister is really good at finding presenters. Um, she just knows them all on social media and knows how to grade each one and just has a knack of uh, finding great presenters. Uh, Fanula is arts, so she does all like the design and um, how the layout of the festival and all that. And is really good at um, marketing and sponsorship. And then I'd be kind of like the organizer at the end. Oh, Helena, it's been so amazing talking to you. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much for, for coming on the podcast. Thanks so much for having me. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Your Best Self. If you enjoyed this podcast, please hit the subscribe button or leave me a review.